1: Hello
2: and welcome to Ben the a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful Friends. Welcome back to our Ice and Fire book club. Today we're into Catlin 1 of a Storm of Swords. Yes, as this is, uh, you know, a
1: theory actually... Well, there will be some theories uh, discussed today about this. The Tansy uh, theory, right? Which is mm-hmm. a pretty common one. Um, I mean, it's definitely one that's been discussed quite a bit on Reddit and the so- Song of Ice and Fire forums. Uh, you know, what is Hoster Tully saying here? And has he sort of slipping away about Tansy? And, you know, right. Liza, Catelyn, Littlefinger, there's definitely something going on here. And this is where it all sort of really starts.
2: I mean, Matt, I'll say this. I think there was a girl named Tansy. That's what they say. All right. It's it's, what, it's what's mentioned in the chapter. Maybe he was seeing somebody named Tansy right. back in the day.
1: <laughs> all right. There's that. There's, um, you know, some people think perhaps... Tansy refers to some sort of drug, right? Drug. That yeah, yeah. that uh, Liza could have had to have taken, and then did Littlefinger sleep with Liza? Did he sleep with Catelyn? He thinks did he, he did, know about Catelyn it? Says no, right? Yeah, what was going right. on?
2: It's like, crazy I love to I love to pull out the one like like the thought where it's like, you know, the the more complex, the more um, I do the one you have to do more work for, you know, the the drug, the Tansy connection. And I like to sometimes, just as a joke, look at the more obvious one, right? And it's just like, was there actually someone named Tansy? You know, it's right. He's got uh, just for fun because people are, oh, it's too simple. It's whatever. Yeah, it is. I I agree with you. I don't think that is the case, but it's also just fun to think about. You know, Hoster, maybe, maybe there was some girl. Well, there is a, uh, there is Tansy Tansy Tansy. who's who's
1: a barmaid in the Riverlands. Yeah. There you go.
2: And that's right, and so, that's where it gets all that's where everything, you know, people start, you know, they're like, why? Why is that? Right. So.
1: Okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and just dive in. Um, uh, we're yep. already talking about it. So Storm Swords chapter two, uh, Catelyn here. Sir Desmond Grell is Castilian of Riverrun while Edmure is off at battle, and he has confined Catelyn to her father's room for releasing the King Slayer without the consent of King Rob or Edmure. She is aware Grell has dispatched Sir Robin Rygar to bring back Jamie and hopes that he fails. Her father's room smells of death, and it makes Kat think of Ned and her two youngest boys. Lord Lord Hoster is having fever dreams and mumbling. Forgive me, the blood, oh please, Tansy, dead. You'll have others, sweet babies, and Trueborn. Catelyn recalls that Liza has had five miscarriages since her marriage and deducts that Liza must have miscarried before marrying as well. She realizes that John Aaron had no heir at the time at the time of her and Liza's twin betrothals. He was older than their father, and as a soiled bride, Liza was the price John Aaron had to pay for the swords of House Tully. She does not know who the father of the original miscarriage might have been. Catelyn writes a letter to Liza, pleading for her to come to Riverrun before their father passes away, saying he needs your forgiveness. But she realizes Lord Hoster will be gone before the raven even makes it to the Eyrie. Catelyn goes to the sept and lights three candles, one for the father above for her own father, one for the crone who lets the Raven, the first raven into the world when she peered through the door of death and won for the mother for Lysa and their children that they had both lost. Later, Edmure returns to Riverrun, informing Catelyn that he had turned away the Lannisters, but that Stannis lost the Battle of King's Landing and that Highgarden and Dorne have both declared for Joffrey. Edmure scolds Catelyn for freeing Jaime and tells her Cersei will never free Catelyn's daughters, but Catelyn claims Tyrion will be held for the word he spoke in open court, and the Kingslayer gave his word as well. Edmure dismisses the Kingslayer's words as worthless and informs Catelyn that Tyrion took an axe to the head and is most likely dead. Edmure has sent three ravens informing Lord Bolton that Jaime has escaped in the hopes of capturing him at Harrenhal. Catelyn despairs because if Jaime is believed to have escaped, instead of being released as part of a prisoner swap, the Lannisters have no reason to free her
2: daughters. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, in short, Catelyn messed up. You know, she gets on Edmure at the end of Did this. Did she? She gets on him at the end of this, saying, like, you know, I mean, he's done the wrong thing, or now they're never, like, it's almost like, I don't know, the 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 hate on, on Edmure, or, like, like, calling him stupid, or, or that he's not smart, or whatever. It's like, come on now, hold on a second. You gave up the Kingslayer, you know? Like... And we're and we're and she's yelling and scolding, you know, at she's she's upset with her brother because she thinks like, well, this does is no good. You know what I mean? And it's just like I get that now that what's done is done. She's trying to say like, okay, this should be kind of kept secret or whatever. But hold on. Get get me mad at this guy for saying, you know, I want to try to get him back and trying to do what he thinks in the moment is the best thing to do to get Jamie back. Like Rob's going to come back here and be like, where's my my prize chess piece, my my prisoner? And yeah, it's just kind of,
1: I mean, I guess the question is, do you think Cat? well, the way she went about it, I think was, is wrong. Not a good idea. This sort of like secret behind the scenes going to release him trusting that Jamie will do the right thing. And of course that doing it without Rob's approval. But I do think the move of the prisoner swap is ultimately a good idea.
2: Yeah. Had they orchestrated it all together and worked and and said, yeah, this is this is what we wanted. This is what we want to do. Right. Right. As right. as a group, like can, like have everybody have their opinions put in there. Talk to the phrase about it. And we'll, <laughs> right. I mean, really? Espe- yeah. yeah.
1: Especially it's- because. Well, you yeah, have the phrase has something about it. because I would say right now. If people think that Tyrion is going to die. If you have Jamie Lannister, you now have the the heir of like House Lannister, because yeah. you know Joffrey's a Baratheon, so right. you have some serious leverage on House Lannister to say, okay, here's what we want. You can have Jamie back. We want Arya and Sansa because they don't know that Arya's gone. Like not everyone knows Arya's gone, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have you have Jamie back. We want Arya and Sansa, and we want northern independence
2: and here you go yeah that's a pretty big piece to play I mean and the thing is is that like to get his son back I think Tywin you, you also know how difficult it is to invade the north and, and to get past Mo Kalen you understand the phrase are their allies right now and everything is good so like two mistake two big mistakes happen here which is which is what Rob does in, in, in his marriage um, and kind of sliding the phrase and then you have what Catelyn does, so they all the all the victory and all the all every the the war that's going on, um, their their control of the Riverlands and everything, even the harrying of 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 Casterly Rock, it's all kind of undone in these two moves right. by their two top figures. It's just like, wow. And then I I guess what what I think is that um, people think what Catelyn did here was like a smart move, but. How would it? Let's say, let's say this this works out, and Brienne gets down there, and um, and there is an exchange, right? They get Jamie Lannister back, and then Sansa and Arya come back to Catelyn, right? And the swap is made. Are at that point, isn't it still just warfare? Aren't we still just war, or is there like, do, does she think at that point there will be a peaceful exchange of prisoners, and then we're gonna just? call this thing a stalemate or all is going to be you well you could i think that's an option
1: but i would say even if the war was going to continue i would say that even if they so let's say you didn't get northern independence like that's one of the things you went for i think you're still at a better even though you're giving them you know one of the best swordsmen and a battle commander getting in theory, this is because uh, we know Arya has gone, but getting in um, Sansa and Arya back is a way more valuable piece right now during this whole war than having Jamie because, yeah, you've taken a battle commander off the field, but you've already beaten him. And it, Rob is kind of like winning a lot of battles. You've now just gained two assets to marry off, That's you know, not the best way to look at it, but that's Song of Ice Fire the way things work right right you can marry Sansa and aria off and you've now just gained two more allies
2: yeah 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 for sure um
1: because you could say all right we're gonna marry Sansa to say sweet robin right mm-hmm. i mean that's you know okay now like that's gonna force the veil into the war because they're not in it yet yeah, or we're gonna and then we're gonna marry Arya off to whoever I don't know. Yeah, somewhere. maybe you go to maybe maybe you even if it's like, yeah, um, I don't know, Somebody a Tarly or some you know somebody from a smaller house in a different region, then you f- can split them up and go and go down to Dorne, Dorne and go go crazy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arya wouldn't like that, but yeah, I, I get it. There, there's a chance to kind of, um, yeah, make those make those alliances for sure, for sure. So I would
1: say I would say that I would say that getting the girls back even without like declaring independence because the problem right now too is that uh the phrase I mean it's it's sort of over now but the fr- the excuse me the Greyjoys mm-hmm. invaded
2: right uh you know yeah the north I know yeah, yeah and and so that yeah that Winterfell. that's part of the it's part of the problem I guess like and again Catelyn doesn't know all the pieces that's the whole point with this it's real realistic in terms of like she doesn't know Rob's making the mistake that he's making, uh, she, you know, because that's another piece, right? When, when the phrase switch over and Roose Bolton and they start to make their packs and stuff like that. Once that once Jamie's out and kind of on the loose. And again, there's, there's still rumors of him, you know, being freed from the young wolf or whatever. It's like, now they're more aggressive in their, in their pursuit or in their takedown of, of Rob and, and Catlin. So would they have been, less aggressive in that if um uh, then if they knew that they had Jamie, you know, if, if instead of Catelyn holding like a throat to or a knife to the throat of Jingle Bell, right? If it's right. Jamie Lannister, or somebody <laughs> if somebody there's like holding a knife to him, it's it's a little bit different. Um that would you know you, you would just upset like the phrase wouldn't have done it as much. I you know it would have been it would have been different. It just would have been different. It's a piece you could have kept until you were sure you knew what you wanted to do with it. But it's just such a wild gamble by her. It's such a wild gamble, and it uh, and and all of them, all of these military leaders, they, they they see it as, again, you're trusting the Kingslayer and his his word on this, and bringing back like her. Yeah, well, who's to say he wouldn't just go betray her? And and he's he's sworn. You know what I mean? It's just wow. like he doesn't have he, a, a reputable kind of uh past or whatever. Like he's not someone that we we look at and we say, oh yeah, he's a respectable man. He he honors his word all the time. Even though we know more about him now as as readers, it's like at that time, the things he did he does for love, you know, if it helps put his family in a better position, look what he does for Cersei. Push a young boy out the window. He doesn't care. So it's like it's like he'll start to kind of turn. Uh and it's really it really would have been Tyrion who I think would have been most helpful in that situation back in King's Landing. But you know, it's such a gamble because there's no like meeting under a, a white flag, and they've brought you know the daughters. You don't even know if they're alive. That's that's the other piece is that we like we know Arya is not there. We know it's only a swap for Sansa. Um, and so I, again, it's like yeah, you get why Catelyn does it. You understand um, that she's just desperate, really desperate, and was worried that her daughters were going to be killed. It's a mother's love, the things that she does for love and for family, right? That's always the yeah. thing with her is is what she does for family, but, um, yeah, just. I mean, I just you yeah. know, yeah,
1: it's a. I know it's 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 unfortunate because we ultimately know that it causes them to their downfall. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's just it's out of sheer. She does this out of sort of sheer desperation, and that's a lot of things. It's, she's she's a little hot headed sometimes in her decision, like to capture Tyrion, and then of course to capture to release. Uh to release Jamie. Now I wouldn't say that it's the whole downfall of them because even by releasing Jamie, you still could win the war and do all, all you know, sorts of things. But it's not like Rob hasn't made bad decisions too,
2: Um, letting Theon go. Right. Right. But, really comes to but hurt him. Yeah, it does. Let me, re- let me read for you guys the part that I think I'm going to talk about here with, with Edmure. Um, so he shows back up. Catelyn says, you look unwell. Has something happened? And so I'm just kind of jumping in. We can go back to the Tansy stuff later here in a second. But uh, he kind of says, I threw them back. Lord Tywin, uh, Clegane, uh, Marbrand, all of them threw them back. Uh, Let's see. Stannis, though, he grimaces. Stannis, what Stannis? He lost the Battle of King's Landing. His fleet was burned. His army routed. A Lannister victory was ill tidings. But Catelyn could not share her brother's um, obvious dismay. She still had nightmares about the shadow she had seen slice through Renly's tent and the way the blood came flowing through the steel uh, of his breastplate. Stannis was no more a friend than Lord Tywin. You do not understand. Highgarden has declared for Joffrey. Dorne as well. All the South. His mouth tightened. And you see fit to loose the Kingslayer. You had no right. So let me tell you straight up, he's got a point there, right? So this was a... We just gave up one of our biggest pieces... um, the Lannisters won. King's Landing is defended. Stannis is defeated and in retreat. Uh, Dorne has joined, right? And Highgarden has joined. The entire South now is united against us. And Jamie Lannister, Catelyn, has sent Jamie Lannister away, Cause, because let me let me go on here a little bit. Because she gets let me see here. Um, I had a mother's right, she said, right? No right. He was Rob's captive. Your king's captive, um, etc. Bran will keep him safe. She swore it on her sword. That woman, she will deliver Jamie to King's Landing and bring Arya and Sansa back to us. Cersei will never give them up. Not Cersei. Tyrion. He swore it in open court, and the Kingslayer swore it as well. Jamie's word is worthless. As for the MP, said uh, he. It is said that he took an axe in the head during the battle. He'll be dead before Brienne reaches King's Landing if she ever does. Dead. Could the gods truly be so merciless? Right, right there, it's like, oh shoot, it's falling apart on you. You know, like what if Jamie just dies along the way? Like what, if, and not even if he gets back. What if he's just accidentally killed and Tyrion's killed? You know what I mean? Well, then you just gave up your your chess pieces totally to the wind. You know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Edmure was was blind to her disaster. Jamie was my charge, and I mean to keep him safe. Uh, i 've sent ravens, so here we go. Ravens to whom, How many three, so the message will be certain to reach Lord Bolton uh, by river or by road. the way of the the way from River Run to King's Landing must needs take them close to heron Hall. Hall. The very words seemed to darken the room. Edmured, you know what you have done. Have no fear. I left your part out. I wrote that Jamie had escaped and offered a thousand dragons for his recapture. Worse and worse, she thought in my despair. My brother is a fool um. If this was an escape, she uh, said softly, not an exchange of hostages, why should the Lannisters give my daughters to Brienne? It will never come to that. The Kingslayer will be returned to us. I have made certain of it. Now, hold on a second, Catelyn. I thought you said that, that Tyrion and Jamie were going to keep up their word. And that's what this all hinges upon, is their word, right? I get what she's kind of saying, is that like, well, now Riverrun has officially said that he escaped, and that they can use well. No, he just escaped. This whole other piece is just sort of, you know, Catelyn is just is just making this up. But again, that's what they could say anyways. Matt, Jamie right. could just say he escaped. I mean, he could, yes. he could he could he could kill Brienne at some point. She could be taken in, killed, silenced, whatever they want to do. Like that's exactly all of those things are risks that she took when she did this, um, and all of that made certain. Let's see. Let's see. Oh yeah, whenever come to that, Kingslayer will return to us. I have made certain of it. All you have made certain is that I shall never see my daughters again. No, do not put that on Edmure. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair, Matt. I think that's on you. I think that's on you. Like Again, she's banking on Tyrion, who Lysa had in court, and she wrongly accused and, and imprisoned, Right, and he had to do a trial by combat to get out of and then jamie is is not really a well-known like a character who we we believe to be trustworthy or or uh, adhering to his vows necessarily you know it's just like it just it's just bizarre then to lash out and i get it she's angry and she's upset because now she thinks his ravens will be the undoing of all of her work no that is not true sorry no no you're 100
1: right and remember. The show makes Edmure seem like Edmure is he in the show he's just like comedic relief which there's not right. very much of in the show but he Edmure is way more intelligent in the books than he is in in the show. He's one of the characters that the show does sort of dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean they need you need comedic relief in that show because Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, none. for sure. There's like none. Yeah.
2: Well, and he's a character who they, they in the book it's it's into that here. You know, right? It's that he's <clears throat> he makes some blunders. He owes some stuff to Rob. I mean, he makes several mistakes just in in terms of like pushing Tywin back to where Rob was actually secretly attacking. Uh, and then this sending the Ravens out to to get Jamie Lannister or whatever. It's like I mean, for, from his point of view, Matt, all he wants is the return of Jamie Lannister. What's the best way to ensure that? Well, it's to contact your allies out in the field by by Raven and bring yep. him back. So, as a military strategy, like like commander, he doesn't he doesn't care. I mean, actually, he he it's the, the mistake he made, I guess, is is to say, like, right that they, that he was an escapee or whatever. I don't think it really matters though. But like, he could have said, yeah, uh, Catelyn, let him go. You know, whatever you want to say there. If that like makes the story better, it doesn't matter. He wants to get him back. They're not about forwarding this plot of yours. I think she thinks it's gone to a point of no return, right? Okay, we got past uh, uh, Sir 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 Robin Reiger was tailing him down, and then boom, we're good. And but you know, Brienne gets past that obstacle. Now Edmure has put up another one, and she's just upset about it. So don't call yeah, you. I'm, I mean, characterize him as a yeah, fool. But,
1: yeah, and her like her decision to make her her decision to make this she makes it at really an inopportune time. I mean, to be honest, it's like we're winning. Why would you right. It'd be one thing? It'd be one thing. If you were losing, I mean, yeah, you winter like been like under siege and whatever, but I guess I don't know. I, it's like, you,
2: why right now? <laughs> it was the worst time. Cause like, actually had she just waited a little bit. And again, maybe there's no, there's no right time to figure all this out. But like, I, I you, you see at the time she releases him, there's a there's an attack on King's Landing. We don't know the outcome of that yet. We don't know if your daughters are going to be killed or what's going to happen. And we don't yeah. know any of that stuff. And you just free the Kingslayer like that's kind of again. I, I just want to point it out because it's we often take what Catelyn says. when We say, oh, yep. Yep. Her brother's a he, he's a fool Right? Or Lys is this or this person's that. And it's like, ah, uh, hold on a second. You would have, you know, yeah, you would have, you have been better up? off, you would have been better off saying, Hey,
1: like, cause you know that <clears throat> you were there when mm-hmm. when Stannis kills Ren. I mean, yeah, when, right when Stannis kills Renly. you know, Stannis is gonna go attack King's Landing. You would have been better off saying, If you don't release my daughters right now, I'm going to kill
2: Jamie Lannister.
1: Then you pull forces from King's Landing.
2: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, did just make that threat and be willing to, you know? It's, I think like Cersei and them would be like, well, it's a, it's a bluff or whatever." It Doesn't matter. It's a bluff that you might have bring to, them to That might bring them to the table, right? That's the whole reason. Yeah. Because
1: I mean, yeah, <clears throat> the whole reason that Stannis loses is because Tywin goes down. Yeah. <clears throat> if you right. tell Tywin Lannister, we are going to kill him. You have until X day to kill to get here. Tywin Lannister would have gone to right. get Jamie, but yep. I think before he would have gone to King's Landing.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you could have disrupted a lot of their plans. You could have issued some ultimatum uh, uh, for, for this to work, and and that's what she should have been pushing for and advocating for. And I know she was to some degree, and she felt like there was no other way other than to trust. I mean, it's just it is bonkers to me that she trusts a Lannister. Right. Who right. actually shoved her son out the window. We don't know this for sure. But like Lysa writes her a letter saying it's the Lannisters, even though Lysa was actually the one she and Littlefinger stirring up the whole pot there to get Ned right. down there. Um, but still, there's all these warning signs that that it's not good. Uh Her, her husband was killed. <laughs> it was it was killed by the Lannisters. I know. Um, and she's going to trust them to get her daughters back and not trust her son and the other commanders and her brother and and it she's lost it i'm sorry she has good moments she has high moments i like the character lady stoneheart the one she's the one that
1: starts the whole thing
2: i mean she is the one who starts the whole thing yeah
1: i mean really i mean like ned would have gone down and he would have figured stuff out but i don't know that a war would have broke out over it i think he just would have went down figured it out and what i mean it's when she captures Tyrion, the whole thing kicks off i mean
2: that is the, the, the first, like, okay, thing yeah. that, that sends it all off. Right, right. She, yeah, and she and she gets it wrong there, doesn't she? You know? Yeah. She, she, she takes the wrong person. So, like, she makes mistakes. And see, this is the cleverness of George's writing is that, like, I, we forget some of those things. Because she'll have a moment where she gives good counsel. She has wise words. Um, she goes down and speaks reason to Stannis and Renly, which is cool. But at the same time, none of our characters in the story are perfect. They're all human and they make mistakes along the way and stuff. I think we just look over some of hers and we say, yeah, I get it. I understand. And like, what No, I want to point out this is a big deal. Edmure is right in this situation. And I think even to send the Ravens, I think he's right to say, no, we want to try everything we can to get him back. That's a huge, huge deal. So, yeah, it's it's I mean, I mean, Rob has to like behead one of his uh, yeah. And it's just like, what the heck? Like he, because they're so pissed because, okay, what about their sons that, that were killed by Jamie? What about they, they wanted vengeance. They wanted these different, they don't get their children back, you know? So, <sighs> wild okay now we can yeah we can switch gears now if we wanted to i just had to go off on the, no that's no that's no that's fine yeah
1: i mean that's this chapter itself by the way is short um really it's it, as you're right it's kind of these two things it's really right. that and then sort of the tansy um stuff here right tansy conversation i think yeah because i think it was about a 25 minute uh audio that's what i, yeah. I listen to yep um right so sir desmond and Grail, by the way There's a character. Desmond Grell. What's his story? Right. You know, let me pull him. Let me pull him. Let me pull him up in the wiki and take a look.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I pulled him and I can never say this guy's name up. Um, Uther uh, Wayne. got it. he's the steward. Right. He's the other one who's there. Right. Uh, I can never pronounce his first name. (laughs) But anyways, the steward Wayne is there. And then Desmond Grell, as you said. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do think it's cool just every once in a while because these these minor characters, right? I mean, he's in Clash of Kings, Storm of Swords, A Feast for Crows. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked to join the Night's Watch, and he's joined by Robert Rygar. Yeah. And wow. A, and A Feast for Crows, I And mean, we don't know. We don't. We they're both escorted to Maiden Pool by Raph the Sweetling, and then we so we don't know. So maybe we'll see him in uh, Winds of Winter.
2: Right. That's interesting. And then hold on a second. Raph the Sweetling was seen. Let's see. Uh, let's see. He, because you click on him, right? He's one of the mountains men, a minute at arms in service to Clegane. Um, let's see, Sir so Jamie, yeah, pauses at Harrenhal. He sees Raph wearing the chain of coins that was once that once belonged to hote Uh, after Sir Bonifer Hasty refuses to allow the mountains men to stay, Jamie brings them to the river to River Run as a part of the force to besiege the castle. Uh, he notices two washerwomen playing. With uh, with Raff and other men at arms after the siege of Riverrun ends. Jamie orders a dozen uh, mountains men led by Raff to escort Robert uh, Robin Riger and Desmond Grell to Maidenpool for their journey to the wall. But in a dance with dragons, Sir Kevin Lannister suggests that Sir Harry's Swift hire some of the mountains men to uh, add to his household guard. Uh, doesn't really tell So is that where there I thought that his story went on like that. Um, Raff the sweetling. Oh, it's in a Winds of Winter chapter. Let me see here. Yeah. yeah. His corpse is dumped into a Bravosi canal. Right. So so did he just go, he went on to Maidenpool. Um, and then from there, what does he, that's an interesting thing. So he just, he hands him over to somebody else maybe there. Cause then he goes, oh, I'm the, sorry. The, Not
1: Raph doesn't, Raph doesn't, but Raph is the one who kills Lamy. Right. And Arya, Arya kills the guy. I was like, hold on a second. This guy isn't, this guy isn't over there. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So who is she? She kills like so. It's it's Harry's, uh, Swift is sent to negotiate the Iron. No, Throne wait, she debt. does. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because he, he goes by Raph as one of the guards. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because he's sent when Raph and Harry, when Harry is sent to negotiate the Iron Throne's debt to the yeah. They go to Bravos and Arya kills him.
2: Right. So he's asking for the healer. So that's that's again, those can all change, right? The winds of winter chapters. But I guess, yeah. So was he just drop him off at Maidenpool like the like he must Grell and and, and Rieger? I mean, do they ever make it up to the to the wall? We don't we don't know because we don't yeah. we don't see. I wonder when that um that's
1: a feast for crows, chapter forty-four is the last time we see him, and then Raph... um is in a dance of dragons epilogue that he gets sent over. And then the winds of winter, these are obviously all sample chapters. Um, mm. yeah. But that is, that does make it into the, into the, in, well, some of the winds of winter champ. Well,
2: yes. Into the yeah. show, obviously, but right, right, right. That's just cool. That's a cool thing to think about. You know, like those, those two guys will, will go on and join the wall and maybe their story continues on, but uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So, Okay, so throughout the throughout the chapter, right? Um, Pastor Tali keeps saying the words Tansy. We went over a little bit in the, um, we went over a little bit in the uh, summary. But so I pulled up some of just some of the Song of Ice and Fire Reddit uh, theories and stuff like that that are going around. It says we you know that most Lord Hosser Tully's dying words are around a woman named Tansy, a name that Catelyn doesn't recognize. Lord Tully seems very guilt ridden about her. Later in the series, we learn that there is a Tansy that's a barmaid in the Riverlands. So is there a chance, you know, that there's a bastard of house Tully running around uh, waiting to avenge the great house. Don't know about that, but uh, some of the, some of the, some of the comments here, you know, Liza when she's raving actually gives gives us a recipe for moon tea at one point. She doesn't call it that but some of the stuff she mentioned mentions penny royal wormwood uh has been used to cause abortions uh tansy the plant is one of the things she mentions so wow. um he says this guy says here the chain of events he put it together uh here we go little pete little bataire as they call it in the books Bailiff, right he switches back and forth but we call it peter right yeah but yeah. every once in a while i do slip up and call you got it
2: to. That.
1: <laughs> Uh, little Peter, right, uh, is in love with Catelyn, tries to fight Brandon Stark for her hand. He fails miserably. He's wounded in the fight. The wound gets infected, and he has a raging fever. Liza recognizes the opportunity uh, to sleep with the guy she's been wanting to sleep with while he's delirious enough to think she's Catelyn. She makes love with him. That's kind of rape, uh, but um, she's a young teen at this point. Liza realizes that she's pregnant. Whoops. <laughs> Hasser Tully uh, finds out, sends uh peter baelish back to the fingers then he tricks Liza into drinking moon tea to abort the baby she doesn't know what she's drinking she wanted that baby losing it destroys her and she forever uh considers her father a murderer besides destroying her the moon tea or maybe the miscarriage that it included also very specifically destroyed her reproductive system her dad marries her off uh hastily john aaron and they try to have kids but each one is you know dies or has Mm -hmm. a miscarriage The only one to live is is Robin, who's sickly and in danger of dying at any moment. Each miscarriage, stillbirth, um, and close call with Robin leaves Liza a little more insane. Each one is tragic in its own right, but each one also reminds her of that first baby, the one if she could have kept, you know, would have changed her life. So that's why Hoster Tully is calling out Tansy on her deathbed, on his deathbed. He wanted Liza to forgive him before he died, not just for the loss of the baby, but for the way that losing that baby ruined her life. Yeah. Um. He says Littlefinger was drunk, not feverish. Uh, edit. So, I think that the Tansy—that's a barmaid—is a total misdirect. I think it is far more likely that it, it, the, the Tansy, is the drug. He. I don't think Tansy is a person, mm-hmm. unless maybe it's both. I don't know. It could be we, Tansy gets used as a name. Maybe that. Maybe she was going to name the baby Tansy. She thought it was going to be a girl. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is too, uh, Lysa doesn't come oh I know the 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 excuses, the war and all these different things, but she does not make any effort to come over uh or even write back, I think, to 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 Catelyn about her father's death. And she's mentioned multiple like he's dying, he's not gonna make it, and there's no real move or seemingly like effort to come see him one last time. So yeah, there yeah. must be sort of a major riff between them.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I I think I think that, that the Tansy he's thinking about is it it for starters because some people have also theorized that per, it's, maybe he was with a girl named Tansy or something, but yeah, yeah, um, that's that's sort of another thread onto this theory. But for me, I think it is he gave her this moon tea Tansy, like another name for it, whatever, different yeah. version of it. Um, causing her a miscarriage, and I think it is likely that it was with Baelish. he yep. gets because Baelish, for whatever reason, thinks that he took Catelyn's honor. Catelyn says he didn't, right?
2: Which but is actually would you put addition, it, would you put addition, it past
1: Catelyn to just lie about it? I don't know.
2: I don't know, yeah, maybe. Uh, but well, one of the one addition to what you read there, I've seen that there's another situation that maybe not just once Lysa kind of got with Littlefinger, but maybe twice. And once was like, he was, he was kind of put out or drunk after a, a kiss or, or something with, with Catelyn, um, I think. And then he thought like that Lysa was Catelyn maybe. And then, then the other one was the, the wounding, uh, the fight, the afterwards, you know, the fight afterwards. So I don't know. But yeah, either way, it seems like, yeah, she definitely, uh, yeah. Forced herself on, on Littlefinger and then he kind of used that relationship and her, and her position of, of power uh, in, in the veil, right. To climb, climb his ladder, you know, and then to right. cause chaos, to be an agent of chaos and John Aaron and uh, you know, basically then plotting to kill him and then bringing in Ned, uh, Eddard Stark, uh, getting him killed the whole thing, just, just a, a way in which he can rise th- through the ranks, sort of get revenge on the people that were that wronged him back when he was younger and stuff, because really, kind of through his brother, through you know, through Edard Stark, he's able to to get that kind of you know, it's 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 his paid uh, city watch that come in there and take Eddard Stark treachery, straight treachery.
1: I'm looking up the uh, oh yeah, most so on, there's another big big thread about it Um, because you know a lot of these it's like the westeros forum and the and reddit it's typically like one of them will always sort of rise to the top um there's another one here let me just this is uh share this as well this Mm -hmm. is just the uh forum which is attached to the wiki uh there's this one yeah he goes on to say here um or she goes on here to say here um so who is this person? You know, Hoster Tully mens- mentions a tansy and forgiveness and the pain of the milk of a poppy and do sleep. Catelyn him but doesn't know who, what of a tansy and Hoster no longer seems to be able to uh, coherent. Um, uh, in the Arya chapter in a storm of swords, uh, we meet a tansy. I can only assume this is the same one. Uh, she's described several times as a red haired, uh, which seems a blatant drop-in. Uh, now I notice that Catelyn and Liza are both red-haired, so could Tansy be a daughter of ho- of Hoster's? From the way she is, I assume Tansy's around 30, um, so being Hoster's daughter is a possibility. Do we learn more about her in later books? As uh, so far sort of asking questions. Um, this brings me on to Bella, a prostitute in the Peach, uh, where we meet Tansy. She tells Gendry and Arya that she might be Robert's bastard, and the wiki says that she is an unacknowledged bastard of his. She claims that her mother was a favorite of Robert's before slash during the Battle of the Bells. My question is, who is her mother? Um, and the Battle of the Bells is brought up in this chapter. Again, sorry that this person's out, but this person goes on to say here, Tansy is a plant used to induce abortions. Hosser is saying Tansy because he regrets making Lysa take it. Uh, and afterwards, we know Lysa can't have kids. So it goes on to there. And everyone sort of agrees, agrees with that. But just so for reference... Hey, consider the other other side of it that is kind of those are the two sort of sides of the of the
2: argument right is that um you know maybe he had a a a bastard child um or got with someone who was named you know maybe maybe they attempted to to abort some child and it didn't work and or something like that you know
1: and you know this is one of those theories that's kind of unfortunate because i don't think we're ever going to get any answers on it yeah, because it's already sort of we're already past where it would play itself out unless Littlefinger brings it up at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. There's no. And so like this is kind of one of the things I think we need to think about with a lot of the other theories. We've like not every not every theory is getting explained, folks. No, fortunately. But no. so this is this is kind of unless Tansy is a, a bastard of Haas or Tully. But I guess what would that do for us going forward and wins a winner and a dream spring?
2: Not much. No, I mean, th- nothing. Yeah, I don't think it would do it because the, the thing is, like you said, a lot of the, the people th- that this would matter to, you know, are gone, right? Catelyn's Lady Stoneheart, Lysa's is dead. Um, Hoster's gone. You've got Edmure captured, maybe doing his thing. Blackfish st- still might care a little bit, but she's just working. You know, I just don't think it's going to matter that much. That's actually what I've wondered a lot of times about the bastards. It's really just a clue to. Uh, almost like so ridiculous, and we have a historical context for it too. You have like the lesser bastards and the greater bastards. You know those. So, uh, one gosh would be Edric Storm, right? Edric Storm is an acknowledged bastard, correct? Of of Robert, yes. Um, and so that he still he has some. I mean, it's he's just he's got more since he's a bastard of a high lady. He has some uh, potential to be given the name Baratheon or, or Florent or whatever, or or to be given some title or some land or something. You know, that's that's a, a possibility. But these other ones, they don't really. You know, like they're they're kind of not. Um, I don't know. They're not going to like Gendry. I mean, what's he's going to befriend some people and maybe? Yeah, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know that they're that the realm is going to be that open to. Um, getting behind robert's bastard to to who not not even a great lady of any kind or, or whatever so that seems to be a, a conversation that seems to be something that george says in in the histories, like with aegon um is it aegon the fourth oh always blank. is it aegon the unworthy yeah aegon the unworthy yeah um so aegon the fourth and all of his bastards right i mean he had he had many more that weren't i mean again i know he legitimizes all of them As Matt always says, but uh, some were some had higher kind of positions just based upon the positions of their mother, you know, and then also their relationship to Targaryen bastards. Right. Versus non Targ. I mean, you know, having a mother who was a Blackwood, right, or whatever, a Bracken. So, yeah. All
1: interesting. interesting. It's all, and so that's how we end. It's sort of how we end all of our interest,
2: because it is. It right? is interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want more answers, my friend. Always have.
1: Well, we will get some. You know, probably when we get House of the Dragon, because we're getting some new. You know, we're getting some new Targaryen books and stuff later this year, and I think that will that will help yeah. us tie us over until, in the event, when some Winter does ever come out. So, <laughs> okay. Well, that's really sort of the chapter. The chapter itself uh, this week is is sort of short. Um, it was only around 25 minutes. So next week, what are we taking a look at? We are at Aria One. Yep. Uh, so now we're going to move into Heron Hall and Roose Bolton. Remember, this is a for those of you guys who are just, I know we have a lot of people who are just show watchers only and they're to l- listen to us uh, tell us what happens in the books. This is one of the biggest changes uh, that we'll dive into next time, which is Aria and Tywin and, and like the Cupbearer stuff mm-hmm. in, yeah. does not happen at all in the books totally right. different character through spulton that right. it that it, it happens with so um big change in that that'll sort of start next week so awesome all right well as always guys thank you guys for listening so much be sure to check out as and i anywhere on the internet at super games bros or at Wamprat underscore two m as anything in here as we well as up
2: shop i think we just want to mention too like we are kind of matt and i have decided as we get ready we gear up for house of dragon i think it's okay to say this right that we're gonna probably be dropping the chapters and then i think we're going to be coming back with a, a raven right we're going to be coming yes. back yes we will yeah yep. so we mentioned the chapter you'll uh, if you look for like the logo the individual logos you'll see the storm of swords logo which will tell you that's the chapter and then look for that uh either red or black dragon and that'll kind of indicate that we're going to be dropping a, a raven on you guys for yeah, exactly the podcast which is exactly which is cool yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah so yeah so stay tuned for that so um awesome all right guys well as always thank you guys for listening in our next chapter we will be discussing chapter three of a storm of swords aria one
2: yep uh if you like the podcast don't forget to to, don't forget to subscribe like us write a review send us that raven uh at btkcast at gmail.com Hey, that's all right. As you know, I've been changing up the intros,
1: outros lately. I've just been doing them all myself. So sorry. I, <laughs> I know. Oh, I was like, toss oh, it to uh, it. It was like, let's, uh, uh, here we go. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, we will see you guys next time. And remember that winter is coming.